0: Right, we're here with another bonus show. It's the bonus Shocktober continues here at Reconcinimation. And it keeps going. Rolling and this rolling month. right through October. This month will never end. <laughs> <laughs> this is
1: the endless month of Shocktober.
0: David's favorite month of the year. Oh my God. Nothing but horror movies, David's favorite genre that we're just gonna just keep keep hitting home runs here every week. Yep, here we go, another one. We're so all, We're about three quarters through. We've got, we're, uh... We've got our bonus show right now. We've got one more next week, but uh,
1: great. We can just finish it off. Let's go. There. Let's get to the finish line. <laughs> but um, we are coming fresh from the theater here. Yes, uh, we just came right outside. We're outside the theater. Outside. Live casting. We have to do it now. If we don't do it now, we'll never do it. Yeah, we got to record. So this is our reconcinimation, consinimation. Bonus Show on Halloween 2018. 2018. <laughs> uh directed by David Gordon Green. Correct. Yes. And uh known for all those comedy comedy Pineapple but, Express yeah.
0: and other such movies. <laughs> um I'm David Munchak and I'm John Diner. Welcome back to Reconsumption.
1: So we're going spoiler full. All spoilers all day. If you've not seen the new Halloween and you care to hear uh, care to see it yourself uh, don't listen and then come back see how you think of the movie and how it compares to our reflections so spoilers from here on out everybody
0: yeah if you if you don't want to hear spoilers just you know you can fast forward uh, about 25 minutes and then we'll wrap it up <laughs> yeah let's go to the wrap-up <laughs> um, so, preview our next show
1: so we did it we did it 40 yeah. years later um it's halloween h4o that's is, right, uh, which I'm very happy about. Yeah,
0: you copyrighted that, yeah. Just, during like while we were watching the movie, I filed you, for it. You
1: filed it, <laughs> H4O. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, so this is the newest addition to the Halloween franchise. Uh, the hot movie, everyone's talking about it. It's all over. It's number one at the box office right now. A lot of chatter. Yeah, a lot of a lot of buzz. Um, I. You know, I went in very skeptical, especially after Mm -hmm. The Predator (laughs) and the the disaster that that movie was. Yeah. There's so much uh, force feeding of these sequels and franchises, especially anything that has nostalgic value. They're just everything's coming back. And it's hard to tell what ones are going to work and what ones aren't. Yeah. Predator. The Predator was a big bomb for me and David, I think. Yeah. Uh, so I went in a little skeptical with this one. I thought the previews looked really good. Mm-hmm. For Everything I was hearing was really good. It seemed to make sense. It was an interesting team putting this movie together. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was the first one Carpenter had been actively involved with for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this day, I'm, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but uh, I think... <laughs> I think it turned out to be a good thing. Um, Oh, good. I enjoyed the movie. I definitely enjoyed it. Yes. Uh, I think it's not a perfect movie. I don't know if it's trying to be, but uh, what did you think?
1: Uh, I think it's a well... I think it fits this world of Halloween, uh, having only seen the original. Uh, This seems like a natural sequel. This seems like... I could see all of this happening as a response to the first one. So it's a new story set in our, in our modern context uh, that has so many, to me, feels like a lot of notes uh, and and flavors of the original. And I'm yeah. sure, so for me, I don't know much about the the sequels and all of that. And I imagine there might be some things where they hit upon them, references, notes, shots, uh, Things like that, but for me, d- just to see these two films you know, basically back to back, this one uh, works for me um, and i don 't really enjoy these movies as I keep reiterating every <laughs> every episode i haven 't heard you shocked say over that. Um, but You're i 'm not a fan of the horror genre, <laughs> uh, but i will I, I think it 's effective and you said it 's not a perfect movie i don 't think you can make a perfect movie anymore I think there 's no there's no Chinatown anymore. Good one. I like that you said that. Yeah. You're winning points here. <laughs> uh, but man, it, it was great to meet a bunch of new characters and uh, and see Jamie Lee again.
0: I think this is uh, the first thing that I really enjoyed about it is that this movie makes a lot of sense in the world in the world of Halloween. So many of the sequels go just off the rails and are ridiculous, especially as we get into the creation of a cult that was worshipping him that was set up by the doctors at Smith Grove <laughs> which in a way we get kind of a smidgen of a, of a reference to here but okay. but it's not about that um, the Lori Strode character is really well done I think in this movie it's a very logical path of you know obviously that character if this were real that she would have major PTSD Mm-hmm. which is what has happened with Lori that she has continued to live her life but everything, all the events of that night have dominated her life for 40 years yeah. and have kind of ruined her. anything she tried to build it just kept taking away so in a way she's as obsessed with Michael as Michael is with her and there's a couple of cool shots if you if you really know the original where they they do some of the same shots but it's Lori standing there instead of Michael. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So where her granddaughter's in school and you have the same shot yeah. of her in the classroom and a little tidbit, the teacher in that in the shot in the new movie, uh, the actress doing the voice is PJ Souls, who was Linda in the original one. Yeah. Uh, and then the the granddaughter looks out the window just like Lori did and saw Michael across the street, but now she sees Lori watching her across the street. Yeah. And there's a couple of other things, but in general, she's just living this... Obsessed life, knowing that at some point she's going to have another confrontation with Michael in one way or another, Uh, and she's just preparing. Spent all this time preparing for that moment. Well, that's what this film seems to be about: is this uh, acceleration of
1: inevitability? I mean, specifically that story. You know, the Michael and Laurie, uh, you know, will converge uh, and and have conflict, but it's it's more of a You know, Michael's actions throughout the movie are brutal and like so violent and seemingly uh, like from from an outsider's perspective, it's random. It's, you know, just it's a tragedy. It's tragedy that could strike at any moment. He represents this like just badness, this evil, this this thing that changes lives. Um, And that's what this movie is also about, like the trauma that Laurie went through affected her for the rest of her life, that violence and trauma. Is something that people live with. You don't just pull, you up by, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and get over it. Right. It's you now live with it. It's now part of you. Lori is a now a survivalist, training herself and her daughter, her young daughter, to survive whatever is going to happen. And and Michael is one of those things. The inevitability mm-hmm. of of Michael coming, uh, the inevitability of death to everyone. Um. So that that's what I think the what really kind of works for me is that Michael as a force of nature, this brutal, unrelenting thing that just cuts a swath wherever he's going. He's not even being, he's, he's not, uh, he's not being too careful in a sense, but, right. but him as an entity can kind of just go sweep in, go through a crowd at Halloween, go through a house, murder a few people and no one catches on. No one hears it because tragedy can strike at any point. Yeah. You don't, and you, and some people were kind of trying to prepare for it. They, that one woman got a phone call. She's like, "Oh my god, I'll lock my doors," and she too she late. locked her doors way too late. Yeah, you know. And it's She's just dirty in the house. Uh, this this thing of, I think if Michael wasn't as brutal and violent as m- a million times over in this movie, I don't think it works. I think you actually need. I don't like it. I find it distasteful. It was, but very you dis- you yeah. need to see that this is this isn't just some horror movie and like some some uh, genius like murderer is going to just is gonna try to evade the cop you know he's just gonna murder. Yeah <laughs> and he's
0: an unrelenting force is yeah. is the best way to describe him. Yeah. And that and and this movie's a lot more violent than the original Halloween. Sure. But to me it makes sense that it would be that way because in this world this guy's got forty years of build up and now he's gotten his opportunity to just ex- let that rage explode. Yeah, and and it does. And and there some of the deaths are Ugh. I found really disturbing. Um, yeah. that bothered me. Yeah, <laughs> obviously that was intentional. And there's a couple of tricks that they do to really kind of like get your heart, you know, racing. Yeah, uh, they kind of mess with you a little bit, and it worked. Um, but the other. Continuing that what I what I had said on our Halloween show was what's scary about Michael Myers is that he just he does this stuff right in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, when he first hits Haddonfield, and he's walking down the street, a crowded, a busy street with people all over it, trick or treating, and he just slips off into a house, kills somebody, mm-hmm. walks on to the next house, kills somebody there, and the way those are done are just. I mean, some of them are off screen, so, and that almost makes it more disturbing too, because you just you know what he's doing, and you, or you hear a little bit of it. Yeah, um, and, and that's one of the most frightening things is that it's that simple. It's that easy to him. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Again, it didn't it didn't overcomplicate things. It had a pretty straightforward story. Uh, I will say, not a big fan of. I liked the actress playing the granddaughter,
1: Allison. Played by Andy Maticher?
0: Yeah, I think she was really good.
1: Yeah she she held she held that. Part. Yeah, I think
0: yeah. she's a good actress and and mm-hmm. she had a little a little something to work with here. Mm-hmm. Her boyfriend character and her her friends not so much. Right. It's it's that that was there was a little bit of the a little bit in this movie of the typical horror movie. Yeah, you know, gags that like you you know who's going to get killed to a, to a certain extent. Yeah. It
1: seemed like there was
0: for it seemed like there were tastes and flavors of
1: different horror films throughout. Like, there's the the babysitter uh, Vicky, I guess, Mm -hmm. and Julian. Uh, Julian was great. Julian stole. He's in the movie for, for. 10 minutes and he steals those scenes and (laughs) the kid was great and he's the only reason we watch this is because vicky is friends with allison and 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 she's babysitting that night Mm -hmm. and michael happens
0: upon that specific house i mean you gotta have a babysitter murder
1: yeah but like those scenes were like delightful (laughs) like watching the the banter between the babysitter and the kid and then even when her boyfriend shows up they're they're all just it's just they're all uh, like a, a nice little grouping of people, yeah. and then Michael comes in and destroys the, yeah. and destroys them. Yeah. Uh, luckily, the kid uh, escapes, but uh, the boy, the boyfriend, and yeah. the babysitter.
0: And there's no that was one little one <laughs> small thing. If I'm nitpicking about it, yeah, like what happened? Like what happened to Julian? <laughs> yeah. And like his parents are not like involved yeah. at all. Did they call his parents? <laughs> yeah. Like what
1: happened? When whose parents go out on Halloween night for the night,
0: which is just. Do they A lot go, of them.
1: Pa- parents go out and kids stay yeah. at home. Is I leave even? my
0: kids at home with no babysitter.
1: <laughs> okay, well, your kids are like what six and yeah, that, that's fine. And, and
0: eight, they're old enough. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> um. So uh, yeah, there was uh, there was some of the most of the actors I liked in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved. It was so key obviously getting jamie lee back in the picture here yeah with a logical through line for her character but getting nick castle back as as michael myers was so huge i think it was such a it was such a uh difference than the other sequels w- that he wasn't in mm-hmm. that like i said before the body language and his his stature and the way he moves I mean, it was kind of brilliant that carpenter saw that in his friend and made him be Michael Myers right um, and that he was willing to come back and do it because it just feels it feels natural and he wasn't in every shot a lot of the i mean he's an older guy now, so yeah. there was there's another stunt uh, performer who played Michael in some of the scenes but, yeah um really well done Michael's super violent and and again that makes sense with built like I said building up that forty years of rage and Mm-hmm. And uh, finally coming out I liked how they, we had We didn't just forget about the Loomis character Right yeah. um, Which was a question of what were they going to do Because that, that was such an important character In the original Obviously mm-hmm. you uh, can't have that character I mean it wouldn't, have, it wouldn't have worked To have another actor play that character Oh right right yeah. um, So they found a creative way to work that out And it felt natural to me
1: yeah, like Loomis's mentee basically took over, and and then of course we we have the the, the two British podcasters in the beginning of the movie who yeah. are following the, the Michael Myers case and have files on Loomis, mm-hmm. and, and and I believe, and research and all of that. So it, there's a fascination about M- Michael Myers and Laurie Strode, but from outside, from an outsider perspective, and they
0: kind of like kickstart the whole story here. Yeah, they, which you can tell from the trailers. Yeah,
1: yeah, they reveal it, and it's such a strange thing that they they ended up f- being able to bring the mask he used. Yeah, to goad him to just speaking, like with his psychologist doctor standing right there yeah but as but as we learned dr strain what's his name start sartain yeah he's obsessed with michael and he's never heard him speak either and he wants to know what's going on in the mind of this killer yeah and there's so well we have the one you know storyline of Lori trying to survive get ready for her revenge we have the The uh, granddaughter and her goofy friends, and then uh, and then the babysitter, and then we have like the psychological like mind game thriller with the doctor. Again, another other flavors I think of other movies of like, well, if you're doing a movie about a killer, what are some of those angles? Mm -hmm. And one of them is you know an obsessive uh, researcher doctor like trying to get into the mind, figuring out human beings, and so it's just that flavor because then his his storyline just sort of coalesces into this these weird couple of moments and it's it's kind of like what are we watching yeah with- <laughs> that was
0: that was a bit of a that that took me out a little bit yeah. the whole doctor storyline yeah. um it went in a direction that what i felt wasn't necessary no um it takes out a character that i was kind of enjoying through the movie yeah, and hawkins yeah it was i mean I kind of figured that character was going to get eliminated, but not like that, and I wa- I wasn't as happy about that. Yeah. Um. But again, that's sort of uh, that's nitpicking at it. Mm-hmm. Um. The there are a lot of nods in this to some of the other sequels. Mm-hmm. Um. They reference the brother sister storyline that came up starting uh. in in Halloween two, mm-hmm. uh, and they wiped that clean. They made it very clear, like. Nope. Again, this is Halloween one, and this one oh, yeah. forget everything else. Uh-huh. But uh, they actually lifted quite a, a bit from Halloween four. Oh, really? Which the whole stopping at the gas station, killing the gas station attendant, taking the the wardrobe from him, attacking oh. people, um, and in the fourth movie, it's Loomis who he attacks, and the Loomis survives. But. Oh. Uh, but that whole scene is kind of redone here, as is his escape from the mental institution when he's being transferred. Uh-huh. So, like, that whole, you know, first third of, of the movie, there's a lot taken oh, okay. from Halloween 4, which is one that I... Uh, it's not the best movie, obviously, but it's... it's I don't think it's that bad. Mm-hmm. It's five, six, seven, eight that are just... Just don't watch and any the of them. two remakes. And the two remakes. <laughs> and... Halloween three is separate, so the Halloween but,
1: franchise is basically one and a half good <laughs> movies out of ten, right? Not mu- not in, not too much different than the Star Wars, uh, yeah, movies. <laughs> oh my god,
0: let's not talk about Phantom okay. Menace again. Uh, I, I love know, talking about it, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I liked I I again I. They didn't shoot it in South Pasadena like they did the original. No. no. And I was a little bit think- – I was thinking about that as the movie started, mm-hmm. if that was going to have any kind of impact or anything. But yeah. it, it, it's a different look for Haddonfield, but it still feels like – I mean, definitely feels like small town USA still. Yeah, any small town. It feels like a little more like where they are in Stranger Things. Yeah. It That's- feels a lot more of an like, East Coast kind of town. Right. Which was correct because they filmed it in South Carolina.
1: Yeah, uh, based on the credits, anyway. Right. But yeah, it doesn't have that idyllic, idyllic, uh, beautiful Pasadena look that we were used to in those '80s movies.
0: Yeah, it's a little Uh, more, more lived in. Yes. Yeah. And like Jamie Lee Curtis, like isn't Laurie's portrayed very homey, very down to earth. You know, there's not. She doesn't have that, like, movie star quality that you get with a lot of... Uh, oh, yeah. A lot of big-name actors in these kinds of movies. mm mm-hmm. um, So she feels like she still fits in there. It's fascinating where,
1: <laughs> like to keep the continuity they purposely like gave her the same haircut yeah uh, that like just the long hair because we've seen and we've been seeing jamie lee curtis with short hair for a couple decades now i mean um so to to have her sort of mimic her looks just maintain like who she is and uh and it's funny when she interacts with her family like she jamie lee really knows how to straddle the line because she's not her family wants to believe she's kind of crazy, mm-hmm. more or less. That just her obsessiveness has just driven her mad. Um, well, I
0: mean, could you blame them? Like, no, it's been of for her daughter especially. It's been forty years of, or you know, thirty something years of of living this, and nothing's happened. And yeah. it's like enough, you know.
1: Yeah. And it, that makes total sense. And then, but she can still like she shows up at her daughter's like the, the dinner for the granddaughter. Like she, for a second, it seems like she's just gonna be warm, grandma, nice, but she's immediately talking about protecting them and yeah. and kind of loses it. And um, and for us, it's it's I think that's again why we have to keep repeatedly seeing Michael murder a bunch of people. Like if Michael only killed like one person and he was just going after Laurie to the toward the end or something like that, it'd just be kind of boring. Like you need to, they just need to keep reminding you like there, this is an unstoppable force. It's never. Gonna stop. It's you can't, coming. You can't
0: kill the boogeyman. So the
1: yeah, the inevitability is on the way, and yeah. it, that only works in a movie like this. If we only saw the movie from the Stra- the uh, the strode perspective, it wouldn't make any sense. You wouldn't even. You, you wouldn't. It's like this is kind of hacky. Like, yeah. But. It, 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 her obsessive behavior mimics his obsessive. Exactly. Behavior. Like yeah. you said, like, they're, they're
0: and they've become like mirror images of each other almost in a yeah, way. Yeah. You
1: know? And Dr. Sartain says something of that nature, some, something of that nature in the beginning of the movie, I think about the sort of this duality between them or something like that. Yeah. So, it, I mean, the, and there's,
0: it is about obsession because he, he's obsessed with Michael with getting inside Michael's head. Yep. You've got the podcasters who are obsessed with the whole case in general. Yeah. Um, yeah it's just it's good good character development yeah all around for everybody.
1: I think that works, but there's like so many like silly silliness, yeah I remember after uh after Vicky the babysitter is killed, I guess sartain and the the uh the sheriff show up, yeah and, and, and there's a crowd of people out, and Sartain says, I'm a doctor, lock your doors <laughs> like,
0: you better listen to like that here's
1: some context, I'm a doctor, lock your doors. <laughs> That was so lovely. I love that. <laughs> but like, and then his storyline again. There's such a silliness to it that the way he goes out is Michael just stomps him, like stomps his brain. Oh my god, that's it's a, so that's a
0: gory. There like, are there are a lot of movies, not a lot, but there are movies that have had some classic head explosions. Yeah, this this now joins that group. I <laughs> yeah. think
1: it it was almost. It was almost too. We it was call almost it. Silly.
0: We call it almost a, a curb stomp.
1: A curb stomp, almost. Yeah. Uh, hey, did you check out Curb last week? <laughs> uh, but on the other line, uh, I, the reason I'm remembering this because, of, of course, I take notes throughout <laughs> seeing these movies. Uh, well, I it
0: was. Let me just say, it was really. It was quite a bit to take. David takes verbal notes during the movie into his old school tape recorder. Yeah. So we're all and we're in a crowded theater, and David's just full volume talking into his tape recorder.
1: <laughs> Michael went into the closet and then he's waiting in the darkness uh but then like dr. Sartain said something like after he's he's actively m- murdered people and then, uh he tells the cop uh he's property of the state he should not he is not to be harmed like what yeah, <laughs> what are you talking about yeah <laughs> okay doc
0: <laughs> there's like, uh
1: he's such he's such a ridiculous character, and it culminates in being completely wacky like it's it's such a weird thing
0: you could i i bet you could do a cut of this movie that does not involve him after the escape
1: yeah Yeah, and it would totally work and it's fine and
0: i would think it would be better it's just it's too much it's distracting Mm -hmm. um i could the gravelly his gravelly voice plus the accent he had i had a hard time actually understanding what he was saying anyway
1: yeah he's a little tough
0: so i would just get off the screen yeah Give me Jamie Lee. Give me more, Judy Greer too. I want to say lovely. I'm a big fan. I love her comedy stuff. Rest development, huge fan. I was a little concerned that, or or I wasn't sure about her casting in this movie. Mm. Um, I'm like, I I thought, I'm like, she's probably gonna get killed off quickly. I just, I don't see her surviving in this kind of movie. But, by the end, she has a little turn at the end that I thought was really well done, and mm-hmm. I think she she pulled it off really well and i was by the end, I was on board with her and uh and everything that was kind of happening there. I won't spoil that I won't yeah, spoil the very ending of not, the movie but.
1: but it's the her training kicked in like once the threat became real, like she understood uh. It wasn't like she's going to sit there and still scoff at her mom for being mm-hmm. crazy now that the threat's real. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, she she did great. Uh, Karen, I think. Or Karen. Her yeah. But yeah, she she just doesn't want to live in in Lori's shadow and in the in the paranoia and all that throughout the whole movie. So from a certain perspective, you're like, oh, she's she's kind of like annoying, and she's gonna probably she's gonna get herself killed. She she wants the world to be full of love and mm-hmm. happiness, like she says to her mom. It's like, oh man. Is she gonna? What's gonna happen? You're right, and unfortunately, other people die. Um, but it's nice to see. It's nice to see the, the ladies. Yeah, uh, the, it's not just one final girl, which is I don't pretty I don't, good.
0: I don't know if uh I no, don't know if I'd say it's a female empowerment movie, but no.
1: I think it's a. F- it's
0: definitely like <laughs> the men are getting you know thrown to the wayside, and yeah. and it's the women who are kicking kicking butt here.
1: Well, it's yeah, it's. It, it kind of sits perfectly in that the current times we live in of just Absolutely. like men, men's behavior and violence and all, it isn't to be tolerated. Mm-hmm. It is something to be like, it's well, about the, the... the answer to violence is more violence and everything. But obviously, M- Michael isn't someone you can reason with. It,
0: but it's about them standing up for themselves and standing yeah. their ground and, and holding their ground, you yeah. know, and not giving in. Yeah. Um, and I... fighting
1: every inch of the way. Yeah. Never, never stopping.
0: Yeah. Never giving up. Um, and it's it's cool to see Jamie Lee back and kind of leading that charge here. Yeah. But uh, and it, yeah, you're right. It, it's the it's the right time for that. This movie to be coming out.
1: Yeah, I think it it doesn't have it. It's perfectly tonally for that. It, it's it, I think it hits the right chord. Mm-hmm. This is what you do with a, a a scary movie or a horror slasher movie in 2018. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah
0: uh will Patton, i just want to mention real quick i thought he was really good but i haven't seen you know he hasn't been yeah. he was a big 90s actor he mm-hmm. was kind of all over the place in your favorite movie armageddon i'm sure you'll uh, remember love that yes you, yeah. thank you you I'm talk welcome. about it thrice a week i watched it this morning that's it is yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah you did i'm gonna watch it tonight i get texts armageddon time <laughs> <with it. laughs> armageddon time <laughs> Yeah, no, it was
1: great to see him as Hawkins. Yeah, I, I wish you could have
0: made it to the end. Not a fully, oops, f- not a fully <laughs> fleshed out character, but it's his character is basically supposed. He's one of the only ones still on the force who was there when Michael Myers was caught. He's supposed to be the basically the arresting officer. Oh yeah, yeah. He was the first one on the scene. We don't actually see him in Hall, on Halloween, but yeah. he's supposed to have been on the job then. Yeah. Rookie cop.
1: Rookie, yeah. I mean, uh, so he's been involved in Laurie's life from that night. Yeah, they you know,
0: know each other, and and immediately when you know things start happening, they're kind of make eye contact and have like a little nice little moment between them.
1: And I like it that it like he understood the threat of Michael and where Laurie was. That it wasn't like there was going to be some conflict where he's got to he's got to be by the book cop. Like you know, he, after people are murdering, dying understanding what Michael is. Yeah. He sets out, he's going to end, he's going to end. it. Yeah. Michael as well. They he's just like,
0: don't realize what they're quite, what they're dealing with this version of Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's definitely a modern uh, Michael, I think was done really well, a very captivating character. The mask looked great. Um, again, as I said, the actors playing Michael were, were perfectly cast. Mm-hmm. Um, just such a dominant figure that, like we talked about it in the last show so different from jason and freddy and your typical 80s you know uh horror icons yeah um i mean he is really he like there were certain shots that i i got chills like mm-hmm. they definitely know how to nail uh him being truly scary mm-hmm. they're legitimately scary shots where he and it's just
1: because of the Michael guy, he's just standing there. Yeah, he's there in the frame, and the way they frame him, the way he—he's perfectly still. And uh, yeah, some of those gags, I mean, they totally work. I yeah. was definitely like, I was, uh, and they're—they're
0: bo- they're like the setups to all these are. Believable with the um, the uh, the uh, automatic light, the motion sensor oh, light. Oh yeah, beautiful! Great guy. What an idea! And a real thing. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, you know? Yeah, that's not like. It was a natural. Made. Like that's something that is on most people's you know properties. Yeah. And makes sense.
1: But um, how many times in the script do you think it was written, uh, Michael? bashes so-and-so's head into a thing <laughs> like 17 he, he must have slammed people's heads i mean i understand it's an effective way to take someone down but he slammed a lot of heads into a He's, lot of things yeah like <laughs> you don't you
0: you he proved you do not want to get in his grasp yeah he is super strong he, a lot of head bashing
1: they they do some great foley work that you believe that those hits are there's so much force behind them yeah right? like it's superhuman you know like, yeah
0: it's uh, it, but he did a lot of head bashing. A lot of head bashing, neck breaking, neck breaking, choking. Things, yeah. I, a like... couple I was, I, I won't spoil them here, but uh, I'm not a fan. I'm really disturbed like... by one or two of them. Yeah. Uh, I'll,
1: like I said, I'm not, I really don't enjoy any of this brutality. I, it, it works within the movie, though.
0: There was there was a moment where David was like, "If this happens, I am walking out of the theater." Yeah, and they
1: every and everyone who was watching that movie is waiting to see whether or not that happens. Yeah. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, and I was literally about to grab my coat and leave. Like I was just, if and this happens, I'm, th- I'm out. and then
0: I'm thinking, what am I going to do if he leaves? Do I have to leave because I want to watch this movie? You could stay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> um,
1: but oh, uh, wasn't my other. Oh, did you know, I was just reading about it, that in the in the climax uh, at the end, the room with all the mannequins, that's a a completely rebuilt uh, bedroom from the final from the first movie, they rebuilt the bedroom in her, her bedroom? Yeah, where the movie wow. ends. I did they, not know that. Cuz apparently they were going to reshoot the ending from a different perspective of the first movie. Uh-huh. So they had this set built and then Carpenter actually like advised against it. Yeah. And they, but then they used that as the the final bedroom. Uh, for or that that sequence, wow. but it's like the balcony, the closet. I got all the all that. balcony that yeah. I caught. Yeah. It's yeah. like so, but that's actually like recreated inch by inch or something like
0: that. Well, and and a moment that got a lot of claps in the audience is um, at the end of the first movie oh, when yeah. Michael goes over the balcony and it cuts to Loomis and then it cuts back and Michael's gone. Yeah, they do the reverse of this where. Laurie goes over the balcony, cuts to Michael looking at her, and cuts back, and she's gone. And everyone just started clapping. It was was a cool moment. It was so good. Um, But again, they did a number of those, but it wasn't too many, those nods to the original. And Mm -hmm. um, I think that was the right thing to do because it is paying... It's not really trying to top the first movie. I don't think that's what they were doing. They're just making a new one. They're making an homage to the original. Mm -hmm. They're not attempting to redefine the horror genre. They're not... You know they're not pulling any big gags. It's just doing what what works best for this franchise. Yeah,
1: and I I think it's I read a quote that it's uh this is a movie by Carpenter fans for other Carpenter fans in a lot of ways. You know, I, and I, it'll ha- it, this is going to have a lot of mainstream appeal uh, for folks. But like Carpenter fans, I think are probably for the most part enjoying this I'm, I'm oh, sure yeah. there's got their detractors this isn't great this isn't a Halloween movie or this is I don't like what they did with Michael whatever their comments are I totally I'm sure they're valid but they, they are trying to live up to what Carpenter did mm-hmm.
0: in the first one and, and his other for movies. a modern audience I yeah. mean we've uh, I'm a Carpenter fan mm-hmm. I, and I respect all the Carpenter <clears throat> fans but uh, a lot of his most of his movies especially since the late 80s haven't worked i saw vampires you saw vampires i know you love vampires. but um you know i I think it was the right move to have him as an advisor and a consultant and a a producer on it and obviously i think the music was great that he and his son cody did Mm -hmm. um i think that was the right amount of input that he had and let a couple of other people i think the right people came in with a new creative vision mm-hmm. and worked you know integrated that with his mm-hmm. and it works for today's audience
1: yeah it's uh this is there, there's the difference between say a force awakens and and star wars and halloween and halloween 78 Like yeah. this is probably this is doing it right this is doing yeah. it the right way. Yeah, it seems like.
0: And and this and it's really rescued this franchise. It, this the franchise had gone so far off the rails, mm-hmm. and so far away from what uh, the original movie was, that uh, it, it's nice to see it rescued and and brought back to the right where it should be. Now I'm going to predict they're going to make another one Ugh. that's going to be terrible. Yeah. Because now they're going to. This is going to be such a big hit. They're going to go off the rails again that's my prediction sure. i hope it's not true i uh,
1: just shut it down just shut it all down
0: they already said that if it does well they're gonna do another one of course so it's
1: kind of bullshit
0: yeah uh
1: i don't you know and then we'll kill some of their their heroes laurie strode
0: in the next one and it'll be a whole waste and we'll be right back to where we were but hopefully that doesn't happen I just, we I, have so many alternate realities in this franchise that what the hell they're gonna make another one? I don't know. Yeah,
1: I just, I just put it to bed. The, yeah. the thing is, though, th- as much as I like this movie and all that, I never have to see this again, and I'm never, I'm probably never gonna watch the original again. Like I don't. <laughs> that's just me because uh, that's the kind of guy I am. Um,
0: I will. I'll, I'm sure. I'm watch it every year but i mean will you watch this this re- this sequel i like? would i would i would definitely watch this at least one more time mm-hmm. i mean with a lot of films for me it takes a couple of viewings before i kind of cement my final opinion uh-huh. uh, so i definitely want to give this one another another viewing yeah i feel like i'll still like it I don't, um, yeah i don't
1: see why i could change that
0: much yeah but i
1: don't it'll give you it'll give you more time to find the flaws yeah. you know or at least you know have a Settle in with how you feel about those flaws, but yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I, this this was one, a one and done for me. But but I acknowledge, I think it's good. For, I go, it's very good for what it is. Like, good job.
0: Yeah, good I think work. it's a it's a welcome addition and savior for that franchise. Yeah, no, yeah, good for them. They they took forty years, but they salvaged it. Yeah, I mean, I would I would say this movie is going to make Michael Myers uh, on the horror villain ranking i mean i feel like he's gonna scoot above jason yeah on a respect level
1: (laughs) well how many how many meetings are going on right now uh about freddie and jason at their respect well jason
0: jason i know we're Mm -hmm. sidetracking here before we wrap it up but jason is in the middle of a big time lawsuit uh, with victor miller the original writer so That whole franchise has been... That's why it came to a screeching halt a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's an ownership discrepancy, and they did come out with the great video game for PS4. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that had to come... They had to stop making updates, and everything has come to a halt. They can't market <laughs> anything for Friday the 13th right now till wow. it gets all resolved. I see. Uh, but Nightmare on Elm Street, I... I know they did the remake uh, a few years ago, but I, I would be stunned if there wasn't another a follow-up to that. You know, yeah, in the next couple of years. Man, maybe it didn't do so hot, but maybe they'd reboot it again. I people, but it got it had good word of mouth. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm, sure I'm among the horror community. Yeah, <laughs> they uh, they filmed some or some of that in Chicago. I know people who worked on it. chi Town, uh, chi Town, baby. Uh and I shot a music video in a, a location where we where they shot some things from that film. Wow. Yeah. Gary, Indiana. Shout out. There you
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway, so uh but I think back it's to Halloween. All, we've con-cinemized Halloween twenty eighteen. It's a con-cinemation. Yeah. Uh, it's a thumbs up from me it's like i approve <laughs> it's got david's stamp of approval so uh, that's all we needed
1: my gavel goes down <laughs> approved
0: uh uh but we are gonna keep the horror theme going uh, for one more, one more week one more week we're that's almost it. there uh and uh, get we me out of here <laughs> we will uh post that later on this week but another <laughs> interesting movie another uh I'm gonna say groundbreaking movie that we're gonna discuss. It and changed everything. It did. It did from the late 1990s.
1: All right, I can't wait to travel back. To
0: the the not so way back machine. I guess yeah. it is the way way back machine. It's
1: kind of it's kind of way back. Yeah, 19 years. Uh, I don't. That's I mean, a long time ago.
0: That is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's a little tease for next week, but we'll post that online shortly. Uh, we'd really appreciate it if you could. Uh, Check us out on iTunes. Give us a five star review. Give us a rating. Uh, you know, f- let us know what you think about the show. Leave us a comment or two. We're on, we're on Tweet, Instagram, Facetime, mm-hmm. all those gadgets. Mm-hmm. Uh, ask Jeeves. Yeah, Ask Jeeves, yes. Friendster. Hit us up.
1: Yeah, Pets dot com. Check out our Pets dot com profile. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Uh, well, this has been a joy. It's been a joy, real <laughs> pleasure. I have to. I I think my meter's running out, so I got to get back to my car. Yeah. So we've just got to get out of this theater and, and get out of here. So,
0: if you're a fan of the franchise, if you're a fan of Halloween, definitely check it out. Uh, and and let us know what you think. Yeah, uh, hit us back. We're curious to see what what you guys think about this movie. I've seen. I have friends that have hated it, and I have friends that absolutely loved it. Um, so I, we want to hear from you guys. Otherwise, I think that wraps us up for, right. for uh, this week. Let's get out of here. we got a, a short, our consinimation episodes are a little shorter. Than yeah, our, we don't want to yeah. drag you through all this. Yeah. So. Yeah. so
1: thanks for coming along. Oh, and uh, now for everyone to fast forward. No more spoilers from this point forward. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, thanks for uh, checking
0: three minutes out of the show. (laughs) Uh, And I guess we will see
1: you next week. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Bye now.